Oh. Oh. We, we can go. laugh. Yeah, we can laugh at that one. It's like... Um, you may have noticed something fun about that last underwriting spot. There's a few underwriting spots that people haven't been catching. Um, you have logged in to Oil Addicts Anonymous International. It's a real step, 12-step program online at imanoiladdict.org. Mm, yeah. I think it's .org. Might be .com. But the first step is admitting it, right? <laughs> yeah. Are you ready for the end of the world? Hmm, not quite. No, nobody is. All right. This is Orda Energy Mon. And this is Tree Song. And we thought we would talk with you. Yes. Why? Because we're bored. We do this once a week because we have absolutely nothing better to do. <laughs> and we've been doing this 16 years. So let's get into it. This is Your Community Spirit. We are online at yourcommunityspirit.org. If you send us an email, info at yourcommunityspirit.org, we might actually respond. Yes. and you're... Especially if it has money in it. You know how you can send money with an email? <laughs> I just, I love that. Yeah. It's a little bribe to get your stuff on the air. <laughs> no, we, are, we get our stuff on the air for free. No, we don't. <laughs> well... If you send us it, anything, it actually used to cost money for me to get the environmental newswire. Yeah, but then they started giving it to me for free because they apparently like the show. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, you got it. I want to grab this book. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's go to the one spot we forgot to play. <laughs> that was a blast from the past. <laughs> Don't you miss that guy? You are listening to your community spirit. The show about caring, sharing, and preparing. <laughs> no, I'm just, I don't know what for, but. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're trying to be a little quirky today. A little quirky for uh, April Fool's Day. No, it's April Pool's Day. April today Pool's is the day. day you're supposed to get that blue bulb and you're supposed to buy it because that's a fundraiser for our new Splash Park. Oh, there you go. And you're supposed to buy this blue bulb, and you're supposed to tonight turn it on, and they're going to take a picture from the sky to see how many people in Carbondale support the pool, <laughs> based on how the city glows blue. Yeah. So it's April Pool's Day. That's Go blue. exciting. And they have announced that they are opening in May. Oh, there so, you go. one year late. <laughs> it might be something to do with the state budget. Maybe. Yeah, maybe a little bit. So, um... I got to have the chance to hear this guy speak, John O'Leary, and usually I'm kind of leery of um, inspirational speakers. And, I mean, this guy, when he was nine years old, basically, was supposed to have died because he had burns over nine, burns over 100% of his body, and it was like 90% of it was like major burns. Basically, they had to replace all his skin. Yeah. He has no hands now. Um, they couldn't replace them. And so his book just came out. And I was actually planning to go to his book release party in St. Louis. But um, I was unable to. And I forgot to order the book. But for some reason, one showed up at the station. Yes, to the magic of radio. Because we get books every once in a while to um, go over that. So... This is the story of, of course, him healing physically, 
But it took him uh, many, many years to like heal mentally mm. because, of course, he was burned over 100% of his body. And so um, he never wanted to talk about the story. And his parents wrote like a little book, and it was very successful. And he was actually very mad at his parents for writing the book because it, you know, exposed his deepest fears yeah. to talk about what ha you know, something. But now he's a phenomenal inspirational speaker. I mean, um, now he must have faced those fears because now he's talking about it to everybody. <laughs> correct. Yes, and more than that, um, he just inspires people. So yeah, the the new book is On Fire by John O'Leary: The Seven Choices to Ignite a Radically Inspired Life. So, all right, I have something to read. Yeah, it sounds and, like an inspirational story. And I'll get back to you on it because, um, yeah, I mean they they anyway. Well, I I have it's so intense because yeah. it's a it's the guy is phenomenal. So. All right. So speaking of moving stories, this one is <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> this one is about earthquake. earthquakes. <laughs> Seven million Americans are at risk of man-made earthquakes. Why did I laugh at that? <laughs> it's a very moving story. Uh, on Monday, the U.S. Geological Survey published for the first time. Wait a second. For the first time, they yeah. published a map of where earthquakes are. Well, they usually publish those kinds of maps, but there's something special about this one. This is an earthquake hazard map covering both natural and induced earthquakes. Induced is in quotes. What does induced quakes mean? Yeah, well, that means quakes induced by human beings. The map and an accompanying report indicate that parts of the central United States now face a ground-shaking hazard equal to the famously unstable terrain of California. Some 7 million people live in places vulnerable to these induced tremors, the USGS concluded. The list of places at highest risk of man-made earthquakes include Oklahoma, Kansas, Texas, Arkansas, Colorado, New Mexico, Ohio, and Alabama. With the exception of Colorado, none of those places matter. <laughs> it's just like it's all the middle of nowhere. Who cares? I'm sure the people who live there would beg to differ. <laughs> well, they allowed you know this to happen. Yeah. Well, that's one thought that comes to mind for me is Illinois isn't on this list yet. But if fracking goes through in Illinois, then Illinois will be added to this list because it's kind of we've got seismic areas around here that will definitely place us in jeopardy. So most of the earthquakes are relatively small in the range of a magnitude three, but some have been more powerful, including a magnitude 5.6 earthquake in 2011 in Oklahoma that was linked to wastewater injection. Scientists said Monday they do not know if there is an upper limit on the magnitude of these induced earthquakes. This is an area of active research. Active research. And recently I read, and I think we talked about it on the show, about how in areas where they're stopping fracking from happening now, all of a sudden earthquakes are stopping. Yeah. And it's just kind of, kind of, you know, not scientific direct correlation, but yes. Yeah, the more... Just because nobody studied it. <laughs> <Just> yeah, because <laughs> they are starting to study it, and the more evidence you get, the more... Uh, the more you can draw these conclusions. So that is another point of evidence. If they stop the injection wells and then the tremors stop, then that's further evidence of what's going on. Speaking of evidence, climate fraud investigation of Exxon draws the attention of only 18 attorney generals. Yeah. I added the only. The other 32 weren't paying attention that day. Just like a new coalition 
of state attorneys general gave vocal notice to fossil fuel companies on Tuesday that obfuscating the realities of climate change has put ExxonMobil and its peers under a searchlight of a broadening multi-state investigation. Announcing this alliance of top state law enforcement officers to press for urgent climate action on multi-legal fronts. This is just amazing. Yeah. I mean... um, It's almost getting to the point of when they went after the tobacco industry for what the tobacco industry did. And I actually have heard that, you know, they're talking about a direct correlation. It took, like, 20 years for the tobacco industry, though, to, like, get stopped. Yeah. (laughs) And we don't have that much time for, you know, us. As in... You know, I mean, the difference here is this affects everybody. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, tobacco use affects the smokers and the people who get the secondhand smoke and, you know, children from that and all that. But this is the entire globe being affected by Exxon's lies. Here's a quote. The First Amendment, ladies and gentlemen, does not give you the right to commit fraud. (laughs) He probably said it a little more like laid back. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) there you go. The scope of the problem we are facing, the size of the corporate entities and their alliances, the trade association and other groups, is massive and requires a multi-state effort, end quote. And that's the Attorney General of New York, right? Let's see. Scroll back up. Yep. Mm -hmm. The New York Attorney General. Yep. For all the saber rattling, the Attorney Generals do not describe any specifications of their investigations specification of their investigation Mm -hmm. noted that each laws and powers are different and that the law enforcement officials do not need to show their hands at least for now nor is there any sign of federal participation in this alliance yeah now of course demands for a federal investigation of exxon have come from federal and state lawmakers the democratic presidential candidates environmentalist and climate scientist what are they leaving out <laughs> the people Us. <laughs> Just like. yeah i know I've, I've signed petitions about that so far the u.s department of justice has asked the fbi to evaluate whether the company's actions might justify legal action under rico the federal racketing influenced and corporate organizations <laughs> law yeah dang which is aimed at illegal conspiracies yeah and i don't think they're Snap. on yeah, there you go. I think they're on the right track there. That's what they use to go after, like, big, like, criminal networks, like gangs, mafias, and so on, because it's a conspiracy of many people. And it takes special effort in order to get at something like that, because a lot of people are involved. They're trying to hide their involvement. So, yeah, they so there's a push for them to go after it for RICO laws. Can you play five? All right, yeah, so let's go to track five here. Let's see if I remember the right one. Study confirms world's coastal cities unsavable if we don't slash carbon pollution. A new study confirms what most leading science, climate science have warned about for many years now. Only very aggressive climate action can save the world's coastal cities from inundation by century's end. Now, we're talking about the cities. Unless you didn't remember... People live there. Yeah, people do live in cities. That's what I, I, I get kind of frustrated that we're constantly trying to save the planet and, you know, the cities. But we forget that, you know, it's kind of like we need to save ourselves. Mm-hmm. So this is like 
the first step in the 12-step program of Oil Addicts Anonymous, admitting there's a problem, admitting you're causing it. Yes. <laughs> we, so, so, yeah, we could still limit sea level rise to two feet this century if we keep total warming below two degrees Celsius, according to analysis using these new findings. Otherwise, we should be anticipating five to six feet of sea level rise by 2100, which would generate hundreds which, of millions kind of, of refugees. 2100, will I still be alive? Huh. You may be. <laughs> I, I don't know. Depends on how far the floods get. <laughs> but yeah, that's actually, I do want to point out that this is different from a study we read a week or two ago that was saying that sea level rise may be happening faster than expected. So, I mean, this isn't even the worst case scenario. This is just like now they expect two feet of rise. Yeah. You know, based on the temperature that's happening now. Yeah. The no action, you know, if we do no, no change to what's happening, then this is going to happen. And it may happen quicker than what's indicated in this study because the other study says that sea level rise is happening faster than expected. So this latest research from the journal Nature underscores that what the nation and the world do in the next decade or two will determine whether or not cities like Miami, yeah, that one's gone already, <laughs> Boston, New York, or New Orleans, yeah, that one's gone already, have any plausible chance of to survive by 2100. Yeah. The study, Contribution of Antarctic to Past and Future Sea Level Rise, analyzes new processes in the three-dimensional ice sheet model. It basically makes use of mechanisms involving the impact of warming oceans on the unstable Antarctic ice sheet. I mean, basically, you know, the ice, if the ice is on land and it melts, it will rise this you know, raise the sea level. Yeah. If it's already in the ocean, it's already raised it. And so they're really worried about all this ice that's on land and that's been melting in unprecedented. So the researchers dramatically raised the likelihood contribution to sea level rise we will see from the disintegration of the Antarctic ice sheet, which as we reported two years ago, has already begun. Two years ago. Yeah, okay. It began two years ago and it's underway. So... And the the rough estimate is it will contribute greater than one meter, which is 39 inches of sea level rise by 2100, and then greater than 15 meters, that's 49 feet by 2500, which I'll be dead by then. So I don't care about that. <laughs> so. Well, I care about it because people I know will still be alive, I'm sure. <laughs> so let's see. And the maps, if you go well, to... You, you do realize that 2500 is like... More than 400 years. Oh, yeah. 2,500 <laughs> people. Yeah. 2,100 people. I'm glad somebody's listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. To clarify, yeah, people I know will be alive. Well, you never know with technology. Maybe some of us will be alive in 2,500. Oh, I don't think you want to live that long. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this next one, hundreds line up to reserve Tesla's new Model 3 electric car. That's awesome. This is like... Like a high-tech thing where people line up for the latest and the greatest. Yeah. This is like when they release the new phones and everyone's lining up around the block. But this is for a car. And it's even it's a car that's not going to be available actually in people's hands for another year. But they're so excited about it that they're signing up now. They're, they're, they're lining up to give $1,000 to sign up for a car that might be that'll be available in like a year. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Like, no, it's not, really. I mean, <laughs> come on. Who needs a car? Yeah. I you know, don't line up so I will get one. Come on, <laughs> people. This is you you guys suck. Like line up, don't get me a car. 
Yeah. Well, maybe someone reserved one for you. <laughs> in Probably a scene not. that was repeated across the country, about 300 people lined up in front of the Tesla showroom in Santa Monica on Thursday, ready to plunk down a $1,000 deposit on an electric car they hadn't yet seen. Yeah. It wasn't, nobody had even seen it until, uh, t- you know, late last night. So the people who put down all this money, they were going on the promises of Tesla Motors. The two to three hour waits to make a reservation were an indication that Tesla's gamble may pay off when it comes to luring a middle America into considering its electric cars. Now, Tesla all along had been planning to make, you know, an affordable electric car, but they wanted to make it hot and sexy. So they started with the high end expensive one yeah. and are working their way down to the affordable one. Yeah, and they have finally reached that point. You know, well, affordable in the sense of being about thirty thousand dollar down payment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to maybe get a no, you will get a car. But. Yeah, but yeah, it's. Uh, I read in one of the other articles that about thirty three thousand is the average new car price in the U.S. and the Tesla Model Three is going to be thirty five thousand. So, man, pay an extra two thousand dollars. <laughs> I, I recently saw on the internet where people were like, "You have to pay thousands of extra dollars for an electric or hybrid car." I was like, yeah, and you save like three to five thousand dollars a year in gas. Yeah, and that's so just it's like the gas. that's called a year or less payback. Yeah. So, that's yeah. Who, why would you get electric car? No, I guess most of these people are getting electric car from Tesla because it's sexy. Have you <laughs> yeah. ever been in a Tesla? No, I haven't. It's like strapping on a sexy suit. <laughs> oh man, it's just like I didn't even drive it; I just touched it. And I be instantly became sexier. It just like I went back to my solar booth and the girls followed me. Yeah, the cool factor rubbed off on you. Yeah, just like <laughs> it is. It is so phenomenal yeah. and nice. Part so. of what impressed me about the talk that he gave last night, he gave a talk at Elon Musk to introduce this car. And he must have spent about a quarter of the talk, maybe even a third of the talk, just talking about global warming and why we need sustainable transportation. And, you know, usually at these big car release type events, it's all hyping about the car. Right. But he started the whole thing by saying we need sustainable transportation. This is a way towards it. Here's what's happening with global warming. So what's interesting is each time they come out with a car, it's about half of the price of the previous one. Yeah. So I think the first one was one hundred and twenty five thousand. The next one was like seventy two thousand. And now it's thirty five thousand. And so. Soon they'll have one that's, you know, the Tesla bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> Just like... Solar bicycle. I, I get um, um, this great magazine called Insider Electric News. Uh, well, Electric Car News. And they actually have a motorcycle in there. They have... I've been following the motorcycles. They have them from like $2,000 all the way up to $76,000 for electric motorcycle. And, you know, people are buying the electric stuff. In general, not because it's saving the planet, but because it's faster, it's sexier, it um, saves a lot of money. I mean, an electric motor has the same amount of torque at one RPM as it does at max. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about a transmission. You don't have to... Basically, you put the pedal down, whatever power is going, the motor is using it. And it just like... The problem is... is (laughs) It will suck the battery dry if you don't have controls. So yeah, yeah. So the new car is expected to be smaller than the current Model S sedan. It was revealed later at a late night event outside Los Angeles. You know, basically, 
the what's nice about this one is it's got the high range. Yeah, they now, said at least 215 miles per charge at the, the they were saying before the event at least 200. At the event they said at least 215. Now, they had to up it because Chevy Bolt, the they had the Chevy Volt, the new Chevy Bolt says they'll get 200 miles. So Tesla was like <laughs> Tesla, we have to outrun that. We've got to one them up, you yeah. know. So it just Program the computer to like stretch it out a little more and basically drain the battery a little more. <laughs> Just yeah. Like, so. And of course, you know, there's also other approaches to sustainable transportation, like public transportation. <laughs> you know, that's another big one that will create a lot of changes and reduce a lot of emissions. But, but if people are still going to have single user cars, then electric can really help reduce those emissions. And then if you put solar up, it's a zero zero emission. <laughs> I've actually installed two solar systems specifically to power the, to offset the energy usage of a car. Yeah. One was a well, one was a plug-in hybrid up in Wisconsin, and then the other one was um the the Chevy Volt and the Tesla. They got both. And so that was up in um Rock Falls. So the north is getting ahead of us. All right, so we've only got a couple minutes left. Let's breeze through some of these holidays and get to the happenings. April Fool's Day. You may have noticed that already if anyone's playing any pranks on you. Man, today was National Walk to Work Day, and this is the first time in like two months I drove to the station. Yeah, I got a ride um, to the station too. So. Yeah, I was like packing real quick because I'm trying to be two places at once this weekend. I'm going to be at the Home and Garden Show with an off-grid solar trailer. Um, Actually, Seth, one of my... Uh, Coworkers is going to be there on Saturday while I teach a solar class at Johnny Logan Saturday. Mm -hmm. And so I was trying to pack the solar trailer and my truck for the class. And then I was like, oh, the, what time is it? And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to get there in time. Yeah. So very solar weekend. Saturday is National Book Day for, why did I say national? It says Children's. Yeah. Children's Book Day. National Peanut Butter and Jelly Day. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I've got a baby on the way, so I'll be reading a lot of children's books soon. Sunday is don't go to work unless it's a fun day. Well, <laughs> I'm going to be set up at a solar booth at the Home and Garden Show, so come and see me because that'll be fun. Yeah. So Sunday is also World Party Day. World Party I, Day. I have one of those balls, you know, the electric balls where you touch it and the electricity arcs. You ever saw one of those? <laughs> yeah. And, um, of course, I have it plugged into a solar system. So it's like the sun is powering this earth sparkly thing. So it'll be like a party. Not really, but. Yeah. Oh, and Monday is tell the truth day. <laughs> no. And, and, actually, Monday is tell a lie day. <laughs> oh, I was going to say. <laughs> I got I you. just like, wait, Tuesday? No, it's Tuesday is go for broke day. All right. Let's whip through. April is National Humor Month. I wonder why. Yeah. Keep America Beautiful Month. We will have the, you know, Keep America um, Cleanup, usually the weekend of the Earth Day, right? Yeah. So. All right. The Carbondale Community Farmers Market is our first happening. Uh, is that? Um, they've actually, now we only have one farmer's market now. Oh. it's April. It's in April, yeah. So um, on Saturdays. Yes. So the, the indoor community farmer's market at the high school is no longer. Mm. It will, you know, come back again in winter because yeah. it's the indoor farmers market. They will be starting the Wednesday farmers market back up again. Oh, there you go. And so 
guess where it's going to be? They are actually going to close the street right outside the station here on Wednesdays and have a street fair, farmer's market. Oh, it'll be right here. Yeah, so between Oak and, what is that, Jackson, right? Yeah. Oak and Jackson, um, right in front of WDBX, there will be a street fair, and guess what? WDBX will be playing music and providing music. Yes. So the the old-timey farmer's market is starting up Saturday on the West Town Center. That is back in operation. The indoor farmer's market at the community high school um, will start back when winter starts. And now we have the new Wednesday farmer's market will be starting up, I think, in two weeks. Yeah. And the city has said, close the street. Let's have a farmer's market. It's especially exciting for WDBX since it's right outside our door. So whip through here. Yeah. Shred Day and Electronics Day is coming up this Saturday at 9 a.m. at the uh, Egyptian Electric. You can get rid of a lot of your old uh, confidential documents and the electronics. They accept almost everything, just not huge things and things that have, um, what do you call it, toxic metal in it. Yeah. Also on Saturday, from 11 to 3 at the Student Center, the Mason Bee Hive and Compost Bin Workshop. Yeah. And also on Saturday at 11 a.m., the Southern Illinois AIDS Walk is coming up. It starts at the SIUC Newman Center. Registration starts at 10, and the walk starts at 11. The monthly Peace and Justice Vigil, Celebrate and Protect Our Water, Saturday at the Town Square Market, noon to 1. And we're made of mostly water, so protecting water is very important. Labyrinth Walk is coming up on Sunday at 7.30 a.m. at the Labyrinth Peace Park, just north of the Guy House, 913 South Illinois. If you would like any of your things to happen, please email us info at yourcommunityspirit.org and also post it on the wdbx.org calendar. See you again on the radio next week. Yes. In the meantime, enjoy the wonderful spring weather. It is spring.